0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Brand Sisters. I'm Claire. I'm Alexis, and we are from Animal Agency, where we take brands from unseen to unforgettable. Yes. So today, I thought it would be interesting to talk and dive a little bit more into logos, mm. um, and a topic that I feel like comes up quite a bit out in the world, which is why pay any more than twenty bucks for a logo. People are only paying twenty dollars for a logo. Oh yeah. Like where? Etsy, Fiverr. Yeah. So it's, it's really becoming a lot more common Mm. these days. I think, especially for, you know, as you're starting out a business, you don't necessarily want to be paying thousands of dollars, you know, to get off the ground. And so, and I think that there's also the concern of like, what, what's different, right? Like if I can get a really cool looking logo for 20 bucks, why should I be paying more than that? Right. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to, so, and obviously, like I said, there's a lot of different ways or a lot of different places you can get them now on Etsy, for example, they have like really beautiful Mm -hmm. logos, you know, and they have kind of like pre-made templates sort of. So they like input your name or, you know, whatever, but they look really, really good. So I think that it's, it is nice to like take a second and, and figure out, you know, is that your route right now Mm -hmm. or is your route to invest in branding? And I do think that they both have their place. I'm not like this, this episode is not about like dogging. Um, you know, Fiverr or Nine On Designs or, you know, Etsy. Um, I think that a lot of designers do feel strongly in, about right. the, those outlets not being super positive, but I do think they have their place. So, I want to share a story to start off. And this is what prompted this. So, as you know, Nick and I, my husband Nick, um, we started his alternative healthcare mm-hmm. practice several years ago. And this was before I got into design. Um, and he needed a website. He needed a logo. He needed all these things, and so we're like, okay, we got to, you know, f- figure this out, right? And so we were very much so of the mindset of like, we're gonna DIY everything, right? And and be as um, frugal as we possibly can because right. we want to make sure that we're we're saving money for the really important stuff. So we went through Fiverr. We went through Nine on Designs. We got you know a variation of logos, and um, Fiverr was was. Oh, uh, how do we put it? Difficult, mm. you know, cause it's difficult. A lot of the people that you're, you know, potentially talking with, you may not speak the same language right. and, you know, so there's a lot of, um, maybe disconnects. So we went to Fiverr first, we got what we got and we were not happy with it. And so Wait, then we, hold on. you actually purchased one, yes, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. So, and, and then we went to 99designs, which is like, should be a step up, right? And we paid at least a couple hundred bucks, right? So you're thinking you're going to get something more valuable. So we did end up going with that logo that we got from 99designs. But funny story. So like a month ago, and obviously this the story evolves in that I went into design and then I rebranded him a while ago, you know. So we moved on from that a long time ago. But I've had personal experience with all these, mm-hmm. you know, other outlets. And so about a month ago, I was going on Pinterest And I found the our logo that this that this designer had put together for us, but like slightly tweaked and she was selling it. And so like I go to the website and she had like made the slightest little difference to the logo that she had made for us and she was selling it. Okay, wait, I'm sorry, because you need to explain this to me. In when you got the logo from her, is there like part of the contract that like that's yours. Like it's not allowed to yeah. be like, so I didn't yes. know if that, that worked the same way for 99designs. Yes. Like, yeah. I can understand from like a graphic designer where that right. would be, but from someone like 99designs, so no. they're not supposed to. Correct. Okay. Got yeah. It. I mean the, the design that you have, like that should be unique. Well, I mean that's a whole nother story, but right. you should be able to use it for your business purposes and mm-hmm. you should have no issue of like copyright or, you know, um, anything like that. So that kind of experience, I saw that, and of course, like we don't use that logo anymore. So I, I was, I thought it was kind of funny, and I showed Nick, and he thought it was funny too. But, but then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like this is kind of serious, you know? The fact that, like, with those kinds of companies, um, you know, you're not really necessarily working with a team that you know, right? And is getting to know you and your brand, and so it's a little bit of a crapshoot, you know? Like first of all, and then second of all, you don't know um, there's not that same rapport necessarily. I'm, I'm not saying that there, I'm sure there are amazing designers on there. I know there are amazing designers on there, but you're not developing the same level of connection to where that stuff obviously must happen. I must, we must not be the only people, you know, who for these, for these designers are trying to make a living, you know, that makes sense. But if we had kept use of that logo and we're incorporating it a lot, you know, then how unfair and frustrating would it be if, you know, the person who designed it was just, you know, making slight little changes and selling it for, you know, whatever. So I wanted to kind of dive into what's the difference, Mm -hmm. you know, what are you getting when you purchase a $20 logo or even a $200 logo like we did, which, you know, that one was, um, versus, you know, paying a designer and agency like us to put that stuff together. And I think that the major difference, and I'll go into a little bit of detail, but the major difference is when you're, purchasing a logo from etsy or fiverr or 99 designs or you know the million other companies that you know offer that kind of service you're buying usually a trendy looking logo Mm. you're you're buying a a an attractive design but when you go to an agency you're getting a brand Mm. right and that that is just a totally different beast Yeah. So I think it's important to understand the difference. Now, if you are just starting out, you know, then that might be your best route to just pay the 20 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever, and just get an image and just get yourself started and keep going. But if you have a business and you're, you're feeling kind of confident with it and you're, you know, taking the next steps with it and you're making, you know, good connections and all that, you need, you need a brand, Right. right? That's, that's not something that you can, um, sacrifice on at that point. So I wanted to kind of dive into a little bit of the more nitty gritty as Mm -hmm. to what you're getting, you know, in one versus the other. So with a brand and with an agency, you're getting a team of professionals that know what they're doing, right? And you're getting to make a connection with these people. Mm -hmm. So when we work with people, you know, our clients, we spend so much time with them, right? Like, We are, you know, on Google Docs, we're sending videos, we're on FaceTime, you know, there's so much communication and connection that goes on that we really, really, really get to know the brand inside and out. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to have that outsider's perspective of your brand because you get very narrow focused on what you think your brand is. But having someone, not just somebody, but a professional, you know, and a team of professionals to be able to look in and see what the brand is and how do we work this you know how do we communicate this how do we represent this visually having that team is invaluable right that's so true and i think that no matter the the clients that we work with whether they're high level million dollar multi-million dollar company to like somebody that's starting out on every level when we work on that part we've brought up things that they have not considered. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't matter how established or not established they are. Mm-hmm. We pose like questions or like ask for clarification that causes them to think about what they're doing yeah. or a component in a different way. Mm-hmm. And there's two eyes on their brand mm-hmm. too. Which is like, it's not just yeah. one person. Right, there's like right. both of us. And we're so different that we would pose different things mm-hmm. that help like not just establish what you do with them, mm-hmm. but also help establish like their brand foundation as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And to be able to have that and then versus the other route, you know, when you're going Etsy Fiverr route, you don't have that, right? Right. You don't have that team. And a lot of times, like when we communicated with the, with Fiverr and 99designs, it was like, we're looking for this. And then we just got the designs. Like there was literally no communication at all. And, and often there is like a language barrier, you know? And so it's difficult to really have them understand your brand as a whole. And then oftentimes um, what you get is basically just a a cool looking design that you like. Right. But what does that get you? You know, that's not actually, and I think that that was, um, a pivotal thing for, for, I think for every client, right. To see that like your logo and your visual suite is not about just having something that looks good Mm -hmm. because that really doesn't get you anywhere. Right. That's so true. And I think, Oftentimes, people just, like what you're saying, they want something that they think is attractive mm-hmm. and, like, uh, presentable, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have anything to do with, like, the, their brand foundation. Right, right. <laughs> and there's so much more that can be, it's like just scratching the surface if you have something that looks good. Right, right. Um, another, you know, kind of difference between the two is that when you're working with an agency, they research, we research your ideal client. We research what they want, you know, what they're interested in. We research the competitors, direct competitors, next level competitors. So we're diving in so much of, um, I feel like we like, I don't know, I'm seeing this visually right now, but we, you know, we stretch out, Mm -hmm. right. Our reach. And we're not just looking at the brand itself. We're actually looking at the whole network and community that happens because no business is an Island, right. We're all interconnected. And each business, especially in its industry, needs to be seen as um, its own thing. And we need to see what is unique about that to set it apart, right? Right. And understanding its unique value proposition and, and seeing how we can differentiate it, right? So having all of that research is, again, very invaluable if you are wanting to stand out. And I think most businesses today, in particular... Because there are, there's hundreds of businesses in one industry, right. you know, it's, it's very difficult to stand out. And, and that is what we obviously focus on is really trying to figure out what pinpoint all those aspects that make a business unique mm-hmm. that and target that to their ideal client, right? So doing all this kind of research versus again, getting like an, an image or a design that you like, but how do you know that that will resonate with your ideal client? Right. And I think what you're talking about standing out and unique value and and brand positioning, all of the components in that are so important to help you gain the best like traction and to market yourself in the best way. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, obviously you need a solid brand foundation. Mm -hmm. You need services that appeal to your client. Mm -hmm. You need um, like your brand values, like how they're well represented Mm -hmm. to your clients. But like, the, kind of the the culmination of that is your visual identity. Mm-hmm. Like, your visual identity should represent all of those things. Mm-hmm. So if you have, like, something solid and is great and, and is of great value, mm-hmm. if your visuals don't match that, mm-hmm. it's, like, oftentimes the first oft, – it is the first mm-hmm. visual appeal, yeah. right? And if you're not attracting them in that way, it's hard for then people to get to, like, even understand the things below the surface mm-hmm. because – they're not interested yeah. or you're not standing out in that way. Right. I even think about it. I don't know if is just the phase of life I'm in men, but um, like with pregnancy and birth, you know, it's like with through pregnancy, that's that I feel like is all like the brand strategy stuff. You know, it's like all the preparation part that is necessary for the birth, you know, yes. like as you give birth yes. to like the new life, that's like the visual identity and that visual identity can't happen, you know, without right. like all of that prep work and all that preparation work. But it really is like such a natural, like the more, I can speak from experience on this part. Like the, the more that is done between you and the client with the brand strategy, the easier, more fluid right. and smooth it gets with the visual branding. Cause if they're, they come to visual branding, they're still unsure. It's right. so hard. And obviously that doesn't happen with our clients, but it, you know, it is, it is something to, you know, that's mm-hmm. important and makes a difference. Um, and then another thing that we talk about a lot is, um, copy, you know, making sure that, and I think that that's something people don't realize that we work so much on mm-hmm. with clients is copy. And um, even if we're not doing web services for a client, even with branding, we still have like pages of copy, you know, that like we're going yes. through of, like, what's their tagline? What's their, you know, uh, problem and solution and result for their clients? And uh, what's their one liner, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Going through all of that with the client equips them so that they are, when they are out on the other side, they have like a whole arsenal. You know, they have like a whole toolkit of all these ways to understand and explain and communicate. They can actually market their brand. Yes. Like that's, and and I don't think that all graphic designers do that. And obviously that's a part of like our agency services because we have like, you know, our service suite is broad more broad than that mm-hmm. but like when we work on those things with a client it's not just like here's all of your beautiful things that represent it no matter how well that mm-hmm. may be done like we when you do that they, it makes it so it's ready to market mm-hmm. like working through that copy and just like a uh, noting the copies like the verbiage mm-hmm. um and it whether depending on what we're doing Depends on how much copy we're obviously providing. But especially even if it's just branding, like when we're going through all of those marketable, identifiable language and lines that pair with mm-hmm. the visuals, it's like ready to go. Yeah. Like you are actually ready to use mm-hmm. and market your brand. Right. And especially with, you know, channels like social media and blog posts, which I think a lot of businesses, you know, are including. Um then you're not feeling that you have to reinvent the wheel okay. every time you go to sit down and, and put together some content. I think that's been probably the the maybe one of the most surprising things that we provide for client is that they feel like it's fluid. Mm-hmm. You know, like when they have all this done and they actually understand. Um, and I think they say that like it what's that quote that you know something the best when you can teach it. Yeah. Right. And and that's essentially what it is for your brand. Like if you if someone wants like a 10 second summary of your brand and you can't do it there's a problem if somebody wants a 30 second there's a problem if, mm-hmm. if you can't explain your you know brand in like one minute like all those kinds of different ways essentially to explain and communicate your brand like you should feel fairly equipped to do that you know and if you don't then obviously that that makes it difficult for you to be successful so having that ability to be able to cycle through content and cycle through copy seamlessly and fluidly it reduces burnout mm-hmm. you know it allows you to just kind of keep keep going um, and then the last thing is that the when you're purchasing a logo from one of those other companies, then usually you're getting one design, maybe two, right? And if that's the case, then your branding is going to be very one-dimensional. And so with an agency, we're providing a whole visual suite, mm. right? They're like, just for the logo alone, they're getting five variations, right? And then beyond that, they're getting all different kinds of things that could, you know bolster their identity, whether that's like a brand pattern or just elements that we can incorporate onto a website or, you know, all that kind of stuff, um, really helps to make the brand show all of the multi-levels, right? Show how, how deep it is and how varied it can be versus just that one dimensional thing, right? And if you have one design that you're just showing over and over and over again, it first of all gets boring, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, for you and for your ideal clients. And it just, it's a little bit, it's kind of a reflection, right? It's a reflection of perhaps maybe what's going on underneath and, and with the business. And I think that it's important to make sure that you're showing that you, you know, you can show up in all different kinds of ways, right? And one logo is not good enough for every aspect, every channel, you know, that you're showing up on. You just need variation anyway, but on top of that need, there is, it is good just to show that you are versatile, Mm -hmm. right? Or that your business is versatile. So, I think that just to kind of sum it up, it's important to choose your timing well. Yeah, right? That it is not um it's not time for every business to invest in an agency, you know, to develop their brand. I think that it's important to understand and to be able to discern when that is the moment, you know, for, for you and your business. And I think there is a time and place just like for me. I mean, I, I can talk obviously from experience that at that time it was good for us just to do those, you know, more simple ways of getting a visual branding done. But eventually, you know, we did invest in better branding. And so, and it did make a gigantic difference. So I think it is important just to know where you are in your business and make mm-hmm. sure that you can make those wise decisions for the health of your business in the present and in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you want to hear more about that and dive into a little bit more detail, we have our blog post on Animela.com. Um and come and hang out with us. We'd love to spend more time with you. We are on um, Instagram. We have our podcast. We have our, um, you know, our, our, what else do we have? I feel like we have, we're on TikTok. We're on Pinterest. Pinterest. That? Yeah. We're everywhere. So yes. just come and hang out. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.